We got it. Okay, cool. What? Because we got it wrong last time. Mm-hmm. I got it wrong. Episode. Because it was episode. This is nine. This is nine. Okay, so welcome everyone to episode nine. <laughs> yes. Officially confirmed. The true official. Yeah. Real one. Yeah. Um. Hi, Jer. How's it going? Sorry, just sit my drink. It's I almost died. <laughs> Hi, Jose. Is that so a chorus? Yeah, nice. that is a chorus. Do you want no, one? No, I'm okay. Are you yeah, sure? I'm 100%. You want some wine? No, I'm totally good. Great. Awesome. Yeah. We should. Do you, you think we could do like a drunk podcast? I think both me and you could probably. It would be our longest one. I 100%. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would be so down though. Like I, I would drink just for that. Just an yeah, episode. I, 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 and it would be fun to do like games. You oh. could do a. I have a game we need to play. Which it's one? called We Are Not Really Strangers. Do you know that one? Oh no. It's I new. Um they pumped Instagram with ads like up the yin yang last Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um and I who did I get it from? Oh, it In was a Asia. gift from Shopify. Fucking nice. Um but it's like good ads, guys. Right? Yeah. But essentially so the game is there's like four m- groups. And I think the premise of the game is like the people you're playing with, um, they're you're closer to them than you, th- or you have more in common than you think with people around oh, you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's and so there's like stage one, which is like very basic um, questions, like what's your favorite color, or like if you <laughs> were to like go to the carnival, what would you get to eat? And then each stage of the four stages gets progressively more personal. Okay, yeah. and is there elimination? Or it's you're all. <laughs> it was someone's winning. No, I don't think there. There's I don't no think winning. there's a scorecard. The winning is what you. Find I think out. the winning is just like the experience. Yeah, the experience the and journey. like getting to know people. Yeah, cool. can you imagine though if it was like? What do you win? <laughs> yeah, it's like you lost. Like you're a piece of shit. You're a bad friend. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Just like the person who gets voted out of the friend group. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like you don't get to come yeah. back to game. You right? suck, and you're yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. No, I think I play. I played it twice, and it's very enlightening you like it yeah well the last time i played it it um it had us write a note to the other person of like what you wish for them it was really sweet i still have the note oh that's interesting yeah it was very cool i guess yeah it almost like takes real life and like puts it into the game for yeah. like a fun reason because like other games like yeah monopoly it's like you know you take that game and bring it back into real life yeah exactly. ruin relationships yeah. So exactly. it's anti-monopoly. 100%. And I think <laughs> I like if that. we got drunk and played that game <laughs> for an episode, oh my that God. would be gnarly. That would be That'd good. Be yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, the most recent game I played is uh, Exploding Kittens. I can see it right now. Exploding yeah. Kittens? Yeah, Exploding Kittens. Okay. I have no context of what that could be. It was a Kickstarter, oh, I believe. I and it's a bunch of like funny cat illustrations. And then they each do something. It's almost like Uno, but uh, instead of like this is like a yeah. but this isn't a new game, right? Like I've no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 expanded into like so many. You can get like extra decks. Yeah, you've probably yeah. played it. Like drinking yeah. game, it's good. There is a way you can tie in like other games into it. Yeah, oh, okay. I like it. Nice. Yeah, exploring kittens, good time. And then Catan, me and Kaylee used to nerd out. Have you ever played Catan? No, because I can't commit to twelve hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, in university, though, a lot of people like that. I mean, the oh, engineers. Fuck, yes. That's <laughs> yeah. all they would play. I would love the to play. Best though. infrastructure. It's yeah. It it's good with, um, if you're willing to just like crush. And there's a couple rules we've cut out before, okay. that kind of uh make it a bit quicker. Okay. Yeah. So add some things like trade certain things where you're not supposed to. I so. I played this one game with. Um, a couple friends. This was last winter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how, what Catan is, but like the graphics look similar. But it's like wizards, and you like collect jewels, and you there's like rules. I was very good at it that night. Yeah. I was also high on shrooms. Uh, but I had a lot of fun, and it took like one game took almost two hours. So I don't know. I don't really remember. So that's like a yeah good movie. That's like yeah. a. Two hours. That's and we played twice like that night. 
sitting down. Oh, what? Yeah. Four hours? That's good. Yeah. Honestly, like, board games, time can fucking fly. Especially if it's, games. like, yeah, a good board game where, like, your turn's coming up a bunch. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, yeah, it doesn't get too serious. Yeah. Because then people hold on to their turns. Yeah. And like, I got to make that move. Yeah. And you're like, fuck off. What, um, have you ever played, um, you have to look it up. It's a Portuguese board game. It's my favorite board game. Clearly not, because I can't think of it. Portuguese. No, there's a one I have over there. Dutch Blitz. I'm pretty mm. sure. Um, it's. I think it's the similar Dutch to that. It's um, at one point. Fuck. This is gonna bother me. But it's like. It's a game of numbers, and game tiles. Numbers. Oh. oh. Is it rummy? No. It 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 technically is rummy. Like gin rummy. But it's like the original like. The original um, rummy. Numbers. I do. Rummy Cub. Oh, yes. that's funny. Yes. It, so, Rummy Cub? Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. That's my that's all-time fun. favorite board game. Dude, yeah, we well, yeah, my my family used to play Rummy, but it would be like in a bag and they would just have like the almost like Scrabble, but you would just like put the bag out and then like you would that, build your shit like that. Almost like a Domino's Rummy. That literally hybrid. is this. I think so, so I think the card version is called Rummy. Yeah. Oh. And the original tiles is Rummy Cub. Do you know what that makes sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you, yeah, so you have to. So yeah. that's my all-time favorite, only because it's like, it's an evil, evil, even playing field. Like once mm-hmm. you know the rules, then you're just as good as like someone who, yeah, has been playing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just fun. Like it's all patterns and it's fairly simplistic, but time. Yeah. That's the thing too. It's like, if you play with a bunch of people who really know the game it can go on forever Man. which i love have, have you ever thought of how those games get like made and thought no. of? no like even like pretty, who created monopoly yeah no that's a, that's an insane like just figuring out all like the prices and making sure that it's even and it's all connected and, yeah it's all connected yeah. and yeah, the perfect loop even the game of life is oh, very interesting because there's like you can play it a couple times yeah. throughout your life, and then eventually it's like, oh, Bear's going to try and hop yeah, on yeah. the couch. Can you find here? Bear. Come up here, Bear. Bear uh, is injured right now. But, yeah, the game of life just has uh, uh, has met me in the middle of the road with my dog because he has a hop up, bud. Um, All right, we're back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're just we were talking about board, board games. games. Monopoly. Yeah, game What's your favorite? Uh, um, I could think hmm i like an uno love exploding <gasps> kittens yeah U- uno is just like that classic um hearts is my favorite sorry i was just seeing if he was licking his paw <laughs> um hearts is uh my favorite card game definitely okay um just because my grandpa taught me how to play when i was younger right. and then um, I always watched them play and my grandpa was like um, really good and they would all at certain times get like super pissed off at my grandpa and I didn't know why because yeah. my grandpa had like these two strategies and if he did them and got like certain cards at the beginning of like a couple of rounds he's like he would say to them be like I won and they would all get so mad at him he's like <laughs> he's like you can't call it like right. even if you, we know you have it just let us lose in pride <laughs> yeah. yeah he would literally like do it get it and call yeah. it and he'd sit there and then he would win oh wow and so he taught me what to do and uh, so I one day he didn't play and I sat in his place and then beat them and then they didn't let me play. Right. Yeah. But they couldn't tell my grandpa not to play. Fair. It's my grandpa. Because it's your grandpa. Yeah, it's my grandpa. He would literally he was the one who sat with the clipboard yeah. and kept score. I don't he know. Would take it if they kicked him. Hearts? I don't know if that one. <laughs> yeah. It's uh hearts is you're you're either trying to collect the all the hearts in the game. Or collect no hearts in the game. And this is a deck of cards. It's a Got deck it. of cards. Okay. And then you can add decks of cards depending on people. So oh, I see. So you decks of cards if you have a bunch of people. And then you can also play teams. Okay. So you can have a person across the table from you who's on your team. And basically, like, you together are trying to get points. Or mm. um, it, it's kind of almost like if you take the – have you ever played darts? Yes. You have to, like, hit a certain point. Yeah. So hearts is like that. So if, like, you're collecting a bunch of hearts – um, you basically have to get up to a certain amount of points. Okay. But if you're trying to like um, play safe, you're trying to collect no hearts and get them out of your hand. So sometimes uh, you're like trading them off. I see. But then if another team is getting hearts, then they 
suck them all up and then you're left with a lot of points but you basically have to hit a certain number and then you win and then everybody's out uh, so that's why my grandpa he would get a certain amount of hearts and he would probably count in his head how many people there are how whoa. many turns he's like yeah he was like good with numbers so he'd just like figure out the likelihood of everybody yeah. so he just like taught me the math of like count how many people there are count how many decks of cards you have wow and how many hearts are in the deck then you can figure out, like, are you going to be able to collect all of them, or do you start now trying to give your hearts to people? Interesting. Nah. So you can so count cards, is what you're trying to say. N- in hearts, because, <laughs> like, it, never in, like, a casino. Well, actually, the counting cards thing is super interesting. It's a hard, It's not hard in, like, the idea of, like, if you know how many yeah. are in a deck and probability. The hard thing to know is, like, at that casino what they do how much they switch a deck over right. all those things it's like there's so many different 21 <gasps> i, I love, love that i love that movie because i loved quick maths yeah. i did mad minutes like a like a friggin' beast when i was yeah. like young kids the, so like, uh, quick math. The minute math thing yeah mad, mad minutes yes yeah. Yeah, my dad that was his trick to make yeah. me learn math because i just couldn't do it but he was like every night i would have to do a mad minute but yeah. you have to do it under a minute yeah tricks if you're able to do because it's 60 and then if you're able to do a fucking or yeah 50 questions so you're like 1.1 second question yeah you just get so quick that like we would do you ever do that in school where it was like you'd start at the front of the class um and it, it was the same thing but it was um i can't remember the name of it but each desk you would have to stand beside the person behind you and then you would have like a math competition, just like simple, quick, fast. Whoever gets the answer first moves on to the next desk. Oh no! Yeah, that's super fun. Yeah. And then if whoever loses has to sit down, and the <laughs> winner continues. Wow! Um, and I would always, I would like, you would destroy. Ass. Yeah, destroy. 100%. Man, pressure situation, math. Yeah. Oh yeah, give it to yeah. me. That's good yeah. shit. Yeah, that's a, uh, oh, man, that, just thinking of the intensity in a, in a classroom trying to do that. Well, thinking back to, like, being in grade four or five, that level of anxiety equates to, like, the levels of anxiety I have now with, yeah. like, adult real stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I know. It's true. Th- yeah, it's almost, like, comparable. Yeah, in completely. A way. And like, I think it's just how our, bo- like, our experiences in our life, like, we, that's a thing, too. It's, like, y- you can handle things that come at you because your body's equipped to handle them. It's just your level of like experience and kind of like your reference point. Because when I being like a, for me, like being like a 12 year old, my reference point and like my slate was fairly clean. Yeah. And so like minute math Mondays in Mrs. Whoever's class, that's something where like my anxiety was like hitting the ceiling at that point in my life mm-hmm. but now it's like oh uh bills and stuff <laughs> or like whatever yeah. it is right no yeah yeah or like it's animals like we were talking about you know oh, yeah the animals so that's just an interesting i think just sidebar that i no that's actually on. that's so funny no it, it relates you've done you've done so well relating to our our segment yes today, what we're talking completely. about completely but yeah that you know you when you're a kid stuff does seem like the end of the world and like especially even high school it's funny because like while i was thinking about just like what we're going to talk about i was thinking about high school and just the the complete fear you have of what the world's going to be like and you're like i don't know what i'm going to do but then you just don't realize like how much shit is actually out there that like people can uh i don't know actually do that you didn't believe was there yeah it's crazy yeah and it did it, it opens up more and more and more as you get older yeah. it never stops it seems no it's constant it really doesn't mm-hmm. the world's a big place it's fucking massive there's a crazy thing i was thinking about today too tell me just thinking about podcasts and you know when we were starting it i remember i was looking and online and it was like there's like a million podcasts started out there and i was like oh wow that's a lot of podcasts yeah. but then when i really start to think about how big the world is and also like the different podcasts i listen to from anywhere yeah there is so many people out there and like it's a it's a nice medium that you can reach 
so many people. That's why there are so many podcasts because yeah. it's easy to turn it on and listen to something. It's like talk radio. That's why like yeah. talk radio is always awesome. It doesn't really matter because you're just like there with the conversation listening to right. it. It's like Seth Rogen's argument at the beginning of Pineapple Express. You ever, yeah, yeah. You ever hear that? He's like, talk radio is awesome. Right. It's like <laughs> hanging out with the guy. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So I, uh, realizing how big i don't know things are and especially like your own secluded world especially like being an artist you kind of just want to close it all off and make your own stuff mm-hmm. so you you're not really actually thinking about the world out there but right when you're trying to make something for people eventually you know yeah. you can make art all the time but once you're trying to actually make things for people you start to really reflect on how many people different types of people yeah. there are and like how you reach them yeah and it's i mean we're not trying to reach everybody no we're trying to reach whoever wants to be it's what it's not reached (laughs) yeah whoever wants to be reached well who just like whoever what if an episode like strikes a chord cool yeah, whoever it finds. Yes, is exactly. Kind of like a way to yeah. like, yeah, is I think what you're you're thinking Completely. is like, yeah, because it's it's definitely we just make it. It's not like we uh, no. we're not running ads to be like listen to our no. podcast. Oh, yeah. But eventually, people. <laughs> that's the weird thing about podcasts, though, is I found ones that just like eventually like. Yeah. Even me and you have talked about podcasts eventually that were like, yeah, it just like came into my yeah. feed. But it's because we like the same yeah. stuff, and we're often sometimes maybe searching for the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's his <laughs> foot paw. Yeah. Update: I might like cut out sometimes because Bear opened up his uh mm. his wound from surgery okay. and he's getting it fixed in the morning. But when he licks his body, I think he's licking the wound. So yeah, there. Update. It's the right one, right? Yeah, it's yeah, this like left paw closest to the outside of it. Oh, okay. So then he's good. Oh, okay, got it. There. Okay. So yeah, it's episode or part two of part our two. four part series correct episode nine episode nine part two was good yeah. okay yeah. yeah what was your segue that you were oh yeah what was the segue um you said <laughs> cowboy take me away <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, um what did you say jose um i said so many things <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said so many things. Okay, let's it's let's market here. Yeah. Let's market here and then we know we can uh <laughs> cut this in somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess let's just uh, well, recap. I guess we yeah. should kind of just if somebody hopped on to part yeah. 2. Um I guess we'll just call it episode 9 and it's like if you want to go back for the context of everything, you should. But like our recap of last time was kind of getting into like what is unfine arts yeah. what it meant to me i kind of just rambled a bit for just about art and those types of ideas that i think about all the time yeah ram run around my brain what else do we talk about um essentially like um like you going through art school and like why and like kind of the beginning of the unfine arts and then essentially both of our initial st- like initial kind of undertaking when it came to commerce. Yes. Like I talked about the fuck store and how that was kind of a bust fun, Mm -hmm. but a bust. No. Um, and then today is like the rebirth of it essentially. Yeah. Um, and what we see it being now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I guess, and yeah, what we've learned. Yeah. Because you, you two years you've been shopping. Yeah. And well, like essentially, since um, the fuck store, it's been almost six years in like learning about e-commerce. Okay. And yeah, true. What it, this beast of like an industry, mm-hmm. and like why I think I've some say <laughs> or like I like I want my piece of pie essentially in like e-commerce and like yeah. learning and crafting it and like that's kind of. Um, and how I'm going to use that for like our thing. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. And, well, how it's, it's awesome how you've, you know, you've used transferable skills that 
I think to some people wouldn't even look like they could come across industry to industry to industry. Right. But like really you've taken, you know, what you learned in engineering to what you learned in startups to now e-commerce, which like, yeah, they've all really been different beasts when you think about them. Right. Completely different beasts. Yeah. So like one was like, yeah, just like that boots on the ground DIY, but still startup professional shit. Yeah. And now Shopify's the, like we were looking at the, uh, the stocks of it. Yeah. Earlier, and it's just like, it's crazy to think about that we can even comprehend that they are just this gigantic company, but you now have the ability to actually kind of you know, do shit within the company, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, it's, really it's cool. well, I think it really helped that, like, before Shopify, I um, was in the startup world where mm-hmm. um, a lot of what we were doing was, like, on the merchant customer side where our clients had their own online stores and so i learned it from that perspective and then now in shopify learning it like reverse is that is that somewhat like what brought you to like thinking i'm gonna apply at shopify it's like (laughs) you know that there is like that a connection in some way or absolutely not (laughs) i i I, know i cannot give myself credit for being that enlightened and like seeing that connection no No, the reason i went into shopify was because I w- got tired of um, working for myself. It it was tough on me, yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, it was like a lot of hours, and then it was the I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed the work, and I thought the work was like important. But I felt like at that time, I wanted the stability of I wanted the stability of like a corporate job, mm-hmm. but in an industry that still felt entrepreneurial. Yeah. So kind of like the best of both worlds. Yeah. No, it is yeah. quite quite the best of both yeah. worlds there. The way I've been trying to like s- switch my brain is yeah, it's these aren't like problems or things I have to get done. These are just the tasks on the yeah. list. It's not like you know knock them off rather exactly. than just like think about like the whole mass of it. Which is funny because you go into this role where you're like I have to think about all these things, yeah. but then you're like, well, I just have to think about this one larger aspect. Yeah, rather than like. It it is interesting the like the more I progress within Shopify, um, it's it's the outlook where it's like think globally, act locally type thing, where I need to kind of have an understanding of the entire organization but work on very finite and small tasks. Yeah. yeah um yeah. And it's, I feel like all what I'm, all I'm doing all day is just like balancing between like, um, fourth sight and then insight and just like ping ponging that back and forth yeah, yeah. until I get tired and then go for a walk. Cause I'm <laughs> and <laughs> stressed yeah, I guess out. You, the, you've from, from being part of the bigger machine, you've, you have given yourself that, that overarching like feeling that you get from like a, a larger company is like, yeah, you know, it's like you do know that those people are going to rely on you and that you're going to have to solve this bigger problem to keep moving it all forward. Yeah. But like, it is also e- easier to remove yourself from that. Go for a walk. Yeah. Your work's not coming with you cause it's not yours, which like, I know that sometimes if I got something on my mind on a project, it's coming with me on my walks. Like, yeah. You know, it's always, cause I can't leave it cause I got to get it done. Cause it's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm boss, jury, execution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Whereas you are still your own executioner. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you got to be, take care of yourself. I, tr- I tried, I think, yeah, I tried to. And maybe that's just like, that comes with the territory of like, having more responsibility. It's probably why you got your promotions and then like, shot you up the ladder right. and then they're like, all right, well, here's your responsibility. Yeah. But you are also like, I think one of the more responsible people I know. So, uh, which is such a contrast, like from earlier episodes, like what we've talked about. I know. (laughs) (laughs) However, like that you have learned from every great, great mistake that you've made, and myself, I've tried. Yeah, my hardest. I think that's all we were just. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I did. Yeah, here I I wrote down because, like, I after uh, while Jose was going through Shopify and stuff I was basically just like playing bands it's funny because like you're 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 my best friend and I'm watching like just the amazing trajectory you were going on it was like it was awesome because like I I guess some people could like look at it and like feel like 
jealous or something right. but just like watching my homie who like we were sitting in the same garage smoking cigarettes right. and now like you're doing this and like crushing it it's like you know there's hope for there's hope for me <laughs> there's hope for you there's hope for anybody yeah, yeah. really because like you know at any time we'd probably like after uh you know it, after we hadn't been friends for a while coming back and like uh like rekindling our friendship yeah. like um the growth we both have seen yeah is just like so different yeah but it really did bring us back to this place but it's cool because if we were doing the same thing and came back and tried to start a company it's like our perspectives would not have been able to like have different like views right yeah. like you couldn't have seen your com- different side of the world my different side yeah. of like what i was doing yeah, yeah. so it's kind of brought us to this really unique place of having these different ideas and yeah it's 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 a very well-rounded um partnership is how i see it right Mm -hmm. and that's kind of because i think to get to a place where we are i mean the like literally recording the podcast is um just a bonus like we would literally be doing this with or without a mic you know what i mean and we would still be working on fine with or without a mic it's just we chose to kind of this is another avenue that we wanted to like explore, but I think, yeah. in the like the few years, like the growth and like, um, just the experiences we had, um, Mm -hmm. brought us to a very, um, almost esoteric kind of place, but very relatable at the same time. Yeah. And you know, it's, we, uh, I always had, no matter what to fall back on right. and like unfinding kind of had this thing that I never knew what to do with it. And I had when I started my sh- store and I had no like objective or like no goal really with it. The goal was to start the store. Right. And after that, it was just kind of like, what the fuck do I do now? And I burnt myself out mostly because of band, like being in a band. Yeah, okay. And you know, putting myself creatively really hard into something and being in a band, especially like a metal band, you're, if you're not like, you know, I was putting a lot of my self worth, worth into that. Yeah. And then, so when I found this thing that I could do, that was my own. I also put my worth into that. When it failed, I felt like so crushed. Yeah. But it was always there. And like, you had always like kept asking me about it and never like, I'll say like never let it go but that's not a bad thing like that's a good thing because like you realize like you know I did it I released it and having like a because for anybody who doesn't know like I was playing a band for five four or five years like I kind of mentioned it on the the previous podcast like I've talked about being a band a bunch but it was like so much a part of like my identity almost Mm -hmm. like yeah like how like I would relate it to, like, how you thought, like, being an engineer. Because, like, as I was growing up and in high school, like, I was going to the shows, music scene. It was really the only thing I knew that I could do, that I had, like, a skill or anything, right? But when when I was in the band and I was doing Unfine, it was always, like, I wanted to just be doing art and creative things and on my own terms. Yeah. Because... When you're growing up and making stuff with, like, six other people all the time, you're really not having your own, like, voice, your own, like, choice. Right. It's, like, it's always a group choice. Everything you're doing, your life depends on the group. Yeah. Which it's, like, if it's done around a bunch of people who, like, respect your time and respect your ideas, then it feels like it's, like, giving you stuff. But, like, I realized for so long it was just taking. But it was the only thing I had. But now there's like this, you know, when, so basically that band ended, broke up in the middle of COVID. We had a member who was, uh, um, we'll, we'll call them Voldemort. And, uh, they were, uh, they were a bad person and they did bad, bad things. And, uh, we don't like them. <laughs> and so when he did that, we basically broke up the band. We were like, we're not doing this anymore. And, I had to do a lot of reflection on like what the future could be like because band was always there and I was like yeah I'll do band and then that will propel that will allow me to market myself but then like once that ended 
and I really thought about it, it was like, you know, Unfine was there, and I had always been working on the comic yeah. book. Like, the comic book was kind of that thing to keep me going. Yeah. Because, like, you know, when you're in a band, you understand there's, like, certain things you got to get done, so you always have, like, an objective. It's kind of that thing that you can will keep you going, you know, it's your own, like, it's your, your own boss all the time. Yeah. But then I was like, how do I, like, you know, flip my life around? But, like, me and you had a lot of really good conversations, and even, you know, in the times before that, you had just done this big transition to Shopify, right. which it was, like, something of, like I was saying, just the perspective of where we were to where we came yeah like just seeing my friends and they were able to do it and like sure like you know with the with the band basically what happened was like we had signed a record deal uh with invoke records and then we had been bought out by thriller records and uh they were uh they're a record label that just released uh, a bunch of bands and uh they when all this happened they dropped us so i was like pretty devastated and crushed yeah and it was really fucked up and i've now recently like been able to really like realize that like these things that happen and you know all these lessons i've learned and things failing like it's still brought me back to like this shit like i'm still like for some reason sitting in front of a mic talking like there's no yeah rhyme or reason but it's it um it it's kind of sparked this thing in my brain of like we we are really drawn to the things that are going to help us no matter what even if we don't really know it it's like even like me and you as friends yeah. like we are truly our friendship did spark out of not just like like most people m- usually just make friends from like the actual things that are like the, the groups they surround themselves yeah. in and stuff. But it was just like, I don't know. We connected as friends and it's crazy now down the line that like you have like <laughs> been there for me business wise. But then like you, I don't think like if, uh, if my business partner wasn't also like a person who could get there with me emotionally, right? Like you probably would have been like, what? Like, I can't deal with this dude right, right. now. Like, <laughs> and like, really like it's, yeah. it's the, the joy and the, greatness and i think it's the strength of what you know our company is gonna have because yeah. like it's like all these things they get built on just like ashes of awful shit yeah but for a positive is kind of like yeah the beauty in it mm-hmm. which is fucked up when yes and i i think it's because too like because we each um have like our own circle of friends yeah. But we always made sure to make an effort to stay in touch. Yes. And I think that's kind of a testament to, like, it just works. It and, does. like, we like I don't question it. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Um, and so with that, like, what does – with, like, when you first thought of Unfine then, what does it mean to you now? Yeah, it, it well before it was yeah, it was more like I um do you want I it, at when I was first doing Unfine, yeah. it 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 did feel like I was just like some like weird like oddball who didn't know what they wanted to do and that nobody else thought like me. But now as time has gone on, it's realized like there's a lot of people who do think the way I do and like even not think the way I do like not exactly but like feel the same things I do and go through s- very similar things yeah. especially after like you go through a bunch of sh- serious shit even just COVID right like yeah people really started to reveal how they feel about just shit yeah like on the regular because they're like this everything is happening to the same people and you start to realize that like you know we're all kind of really on the same level some people just aren't opening up and really talking about it or don't want to yeah. or you know don't know how to have that like the conversation or do you don't even know how they're feeling that was me for so long yeah i didn't know what i was feeling i didn't know what i needed or what i wanted i yeah. just knew that it i wasn't okay <laughs> right? yeah yeah no definitely and 
and yeah like art art has kind of like been that thing where it's like i didn't understand really like what it was doing it was just like i woke uh, up and i did this thing yeah okay and didn't question it's yeah. just like don't question it you make these things do it but as like you know I, I, I the past couple six seven months like i've gone through a pretty heavy depression and i've had to like i i still haven't had to like force myself to draw but i've thought a lot about why i do it constantly because wow. okay. it's like when you're feeling such heavy things like you're using this thing to kind of get through it but in you have I, I had to be you know i, I talked a lot last podcast about autopilot right because it's like you you think this thing is helping you or is it masking or is it just like putting the band-aid on yeah. every, every every morning right that's where i like the the idea of growth as a person a lot of people are always trying to like just find a simple solution right yeah and i've always been that way even like with art right i'm trying to make the next piece that's gonna be my best piece rather than like mm. once you stop and start to recognize your growth like we have here in the first bit of our podcast yeah then you really actually can like feel a bit of fulfillment in those things like every day that you do that are seem meaningless going for walks fucking petting your dog all these things that do seem meaningless once you realize the growth of it even just like my dog bear really sucked today because his stitches opened up but like when we got him a year ago like i had to like he wouldn't even put a paw down because his bones were infected Right. right so it's like now there's surgery and he's better and he's got him off and he actually like runs on the paw and yeah, sure, that wound opened up today, and it sucks. I gotta take him to the vet early in the morning. But the growth that he's had, holy shit! Like I have to feel good about that, yeah. or else like I'm gonna just like die. And especially like I lost what I thought was gonna be my career, mm. you know, yeah. and that growth. But the it's really what made me thought think, and I want well, I want like the next launch basically to be just called Every Day, oh. because it's the one thing I. It's all the drawings I've drawn every day for since I left art school five, five, six years. Yeah, like, haven't every single day. No word of a lie. Hand up to Sheba, God, Allah, whoever. all of them, whoever, whoever she is, whoever she is, <laughs> and <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. And um, so that's kind of like the idea is like I had to do these things every day, and while I was doing these, maybe um, I wasn't really thinking about like the what it was doing for me, what it was giving me even like the content behind it but that's kind of the beauty about art what i can do is like i can go back now i can look at the dates i often write notes on my sketches paper where i was things like that and then really start to go through and like kind of a i don't know map out just what i've done for however long like since the pandemic i have a couple boxes of just paper that i've drawn on yeah sketchbooks filled up yeah a lot of stuff and a lot of things where I've done every day. And then alongside that, like there's so much that um, like you have learned and done. And especially like the, uh, I like the idea of every day one, because like for me as an artist, it's a something where like you draw every day. I draw every day. It's just the thing I do. But like, you've uh you've been through a lot and i know that like you do like there's stuff that you have to face every day yeah i never even have to think about right that's something that like every day i do often think about that because many of my friends are people of color they might be part of the lgbtq they might be like you know disabled any of these things so it's like but i do i'm i'm at times have to like put myself in other people's shoes just to think it's like i'm (laughs) that thing you sent me of the like if or like i'm gonna pretend that all my friends don't hate oh, me yeah, today it's like the that morning thing manifestation morning manifestation yeah. yeah it's like i sometimes i like have to like put myself in people's shoes because i need to make myself like feel a bit better because i think everybody hates me oh uh, yeah <laughs> and that's one thing i uh i think it's good to do every day think put yourself in other people's shoes oh, kind okay of, you know try and try and think of it yeah in a different way because i think as you do it compoundingly that's how you start yeah. to create empathy for people it's not just like a one day i'm gonna wake up and not hate somebody yeah it's like, it's like one day i'm gonna wake up 
and then I'm not really going to have to do that because I just do it naturally, right. right? That's what art for me. Yeah, I think and, I, and I think, I mean, that just in itself, that's just how um, you really make any change, right? It, it's not waiting for that day where everything's okay. It's not waiting yeah. for the moment that it's f- like your troubles are like going to eradicate themselves you're going to wake up one day and like, it's all going to be okay it's like it's no it's the small acts every day that you choose to do yeah whether it's like a skill or whether it's um a project um a lot of it that i work on is literally just my mental health yeah like every day it's like yeah. today i'm going to be i'm going to choose to do like one small thing that's like good for me yes. i'm not going to pick myself apart in the mirror or i'm not going to um, I'm going to unfollow someone on Instagram yes. that like yeah, doesn't yeah. serve me. It's like little mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And then a few years pass and you're like, Hey, like I'm better. And like, you know, um, what we talked about before, how like the anxiety of like a 12 year old or like me as a 12 year old, mm-hmm. um, equates to my anxiety as a 20 some year old. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. it's the same, like the bodily function is the yeah. same. Yeah. The levels of like cortisol are the same. Yeah, but our understanding of it and how we like understand it in our life and like the the message we put behind it, that is vastly different. Um, and, and and it's grown exponentially with you, and you've you've been able now to like yeah like take a take something that uh I don't know at one at one point could have been a debilitating and now yeah. it's like something that you can really just like I don't know. That's the, it, we've talked, I think we mentioned it before of humor and how it does that, you know, laugh about something, try and get like, cause me personally, when I, like, I feel like I'm, I'm somebody when I'm not in, in a depressive mood that yeah. like, I feel like I can make jokes and I can laugh, yeah. but like when I'm in a depressive mood, like laughing is no go, no. not yeah. funny journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing I was like, fuck, like, I, I don't think I've been laughing in like a week. So it's like trying to make a joke watch something that makes you laugh yeah. like actually because like even if you're just watching like i don't know funny shit it's like are you actually like laughing about some honest hard painful shit you know uh, like there's a great if you're ever depressed there's always. a great youtube or it's on it's, it's there's a there's a special comedy special and it's called the depression oh it's about this comedian he went through a really bad depression yeah. and wrote a special during it okay that like it is funny especially if you're really sad and it's funny no matter what but if you're feeling like sad he's really kind of calling himself and you and okay people you're mad at and why you're depressed wow the thing you're depressed about like he just hits the nail on it's called the depression yeah okay he's like ah so guys i got the depression i love it so much so good but those are things like every day it's kind of the uh working on it but like also then like every day also like you know kind of like you know, challenging yourself on your shit even me like like nicotine and weed are my two kind of like vices yeah. and at my entire life i don't really think about it but i'm now trying to be conscious every day of like actually calling myself like do you need to pick up your vape right now I do see. you need to smoke a joint right, right now like and, and it's not like it either of those things are really a root part of my problem but like they're easy things physical that i can call myself on yeah where i'm okay. actually holding myself accountable okay because like sometimes invasive thoughts like you might not get them out but these addictions are things that are like the natural shit that is just built into you and those are almost like the same things as like you know being really sad and not being able to get out of it mm. and stuff like that or like even like you know yeah the self-destructive behavior and stuff like that yeah. like even creatives, I feel like that's something I try and not do, but like I'll sacrifice shit for the art. However, like the real sh- that shit I sacrifice comes up to me. So like right. if you can start calling yourself and thinking about those things every day, it's like rather you don't have to like get in this mood and feel like you're, you're one type of way. Cause as you're auditing yourself constantly, yeah. it does not constantly, but auditing yourself enough on the things that, aren't working it's yeah it's been helping yeah helps yeah it's fine to just be like hey that's kind of let's think about that real quick (laughs) exactly yeah yeah nothing wrong and it's 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 giving yourself enough compassion that it's okay to be honest with yourself that's it right because i feel like it's very um it lacks compassion to 
turn a blind eye to yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, the you know, like the rise and grind, wake up at five a.m. thing. I've been doing that for so long, like very, very long. Yeah. And it was. I didn't know if it was subconscious or not. Yeah. But I really, it's funny. Like to some people, they like would be like, "What the fuck?" But like, I've been trying to sleep in and like be good. And I realized like there's days where my brain is like stoked that I did that. Yeah. And I realized like I might have been depriving myself of some sleep yeah. because I knew, because f- I made like my mental alarm clock 5 a.m. Yeah. So it was just like I could go to bed at 1. I would be up at 5. But right when I woke up, I wouldn't be tired. But it was like later at 10, I'd be like, why do I feel yeah. like shit? And I was like, because you've been up for five hours like well, staring at the wall. I know like, or an iPad. like in the 2010s, mm-hmm. um, I know we were bombarded on Instagram with like, if you don't wake up at 5 a.m., you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I saw that and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> copy that <laughs> um and so i did the whole thing too for years i would wake up at 5 a.m every day even on the mm-hmm. weekends just because like but that's the thing i would wake up at 5 a.m and then do nothing really like i was like doing things yeah. but like yeah. nothing really productive and now like i wake up at 6 like 5 30 6 a.m every day one i have to but then on the weekends like this last weekend saturday and sunday i don't think i woke up before noon on either days That's nice. i'd wake up at like 11 30 and stay in bed till one and i felt no remorse no at no. all because you fucking drilled yourself during the week and like you yeah. knew you had to like really get that recovery yeah and like if you woke up and you're like no i gotta get out and like run and then like do this yeah, thing no you could have had a really shitty week this week. completely yeah. and it's, it's just like being and i think that's like um I know for me, it's like what's unfine now. It's kind of taking everything in the last few years and not necessarily, it's like that served its purpose. Yeah. And so now let's, let's move on with like those shared experiences and um, funnel it into this new part or the, this new journey. Yes. Um, because, like all the shit that I thought I knew about myself or like thought I knew about entrepreneurship or like this industry. Um, I'm going to take what makes sense to me now. And a lot of that is like, if I want to sleep in until two and like watch Netflix and do nothing on Saturday, I'm going to fucking do that. Mm-hmm. I downed like a bag of Doritos and a big bag of M&Ms on Sunday. I don't fucking care. It's fine. I I cracked beer before the party. There, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's yeah, compassion. Okay. It's learning yeah. what's better now and like being okay. Yeah. Well, in us, like you're saying, like taking those what we have done and like made such great mistakes that yeah. now like we are doing things like even the yeah the rise and grind, wake up, try and like get get all this work done. But really, like if you're not like having a true goal figuring out like what it is we really want to do yeah like even the podcast like at first when i was first thinking about the podcast doesn't seem much you're just sitting down and doing it but we're really just we're just creating a body of stuff that like is you know us yeah like it's nothing else rather than just like us putting ourselves into something rather than just like um kind of that that rat race of like content that people assume is just um just put random shit out for no reason for the sake of getting yeah 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 sorry actually yeah for the sake of getting just a bunch of followers yeah like do you know i really have never thought like you sometimes will be like yo they just sent me an email and we got like a bunch of listeners and it's like that's crazy like i wasn't even thinking about like the uh, followers or really a bunch of people listening even my grandpa what's up grandpa he said uh, (laughs) he's like you guys released your podcast i thought you guys were gonna like wrap it up and i was like oh you're listening oh what every week and i was like that's fucking dope and that's like you know the uh we're we're just creating content for whoever wants to listen and like i think we have had a uh some we've been able to learn from a lot of mistakes and a lot of experiences and a lot of situations and putting that out there for i don't know more people so maybe you don't have to uh you know you can think about oh jeremy and jose talked about one time they fucked up on that thing maybe i won't do that oh my god that would be cool i would like that because i've tried to do that with 
people I've books I've read. Yeah. You know, R- Riz is uh, the Tao of Wu. I've read that a couple times, okay. and it's like it is like a Bible. I kind of like read because it's like, you know, he's he's made a lot of great mistakes in business, personal friendships, all these things yeah. that like you can just be like, you know, Riz has talked about this one thing. Maybe I should do this, and you're like, yeah, and it's just like, you know. The thought could never have been put in somebody's head, maybe unless we put it out there, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I like. I think. Um, I mean, th- we're essentially literally just doing this for us, <laughs> but it, but in a way where it's this is what's helped us, yeah. like us individually, us as friends. And yeah. if you can gain anything from this, mm-hmm. that's what it is, and that's how I see Unfine is like it's the it it's the antithesis of like a structure and like a regiment of fine and it's the experiences and that and then, and then it's just like taking those experiences and being like if you can get something from this then cool yes and and you know i i i hope i've, I've been thinking too like i think it'd be cool if we could do like a live stream or something because anybody okay, yes. listened could like type and we could actually have like a conversation because like it would be cool to like just see like you know what people's had where other people yeah. are at who are listening and then like yeah tie their thoughts and ideas into whatever the fuck we're talking I about i would love to uh, like on stream know, or something yeah i was thinking that like or twitch yeah twitch i just got a ring light today oh i came yo so we uh maybe <laughs> sidebar i got a ring light <laughs> I know, that's sick i was thinking well like the next episode is the 10th episode oh Look at us go. I know. A decade. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a a podcast decade. Yeah. We could do a live stream for 10. (gasps) Maybe. Because that you can still like upload, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm so down. Because we really all we edit out is like the beginning and that's it. Usually our just testing is all we ever edit out of a podcast. True. Yeah. Lately I've been editing less and less things out. Yeah. Because I just like leaving the stupid fucking. (sighs) I love it. That's whatever great. it is yeah. on there no that's okay well we uh hopefully maybe yeah next yeah. week live stream yeah because we can do it and then we can record it and no matter what we uh would that be fun yeah we'll figure it that's out that's fun yeah we'll figure it out we got webcams cameras heck yeah dude fart yeah well thank you for being honest today yes thank you for Speaking and hanging. Speaking with me. nonsense. I, know, I am digging his nails into my nipple. Kitty cuddles. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. Well, we'll we'll think of something for next week because I think yeah. ten is really cool. I love. Yeah, that ten is so cool. much. I know. I thought about it today. I was like, oh fuck, Dude, buddy. Nice. Just, well, so many more to go. I don't know. I know so many more yeah. to go. I'm excited. Okay. Thank you for listening. Yes, Dear, I love you. you. Being here. Jose, I love you. Um, People listening, I love you. Yeah, I love everyone here. Yes. Zeus, we love you. Zeus is on my lap right now. Cute. Can you hear his bell? Cute. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye.